1: What's happening, fam? How we doing today? Welcome to another, uh, our second edition of Currently. Currently on no other pod. I sounded like I just slurred my word. Currently. And uh, I'm
2: here with uh, my good buddy, Chris Wright.
1: And I'm Dan, of course. How are you?
2: Chris, how's it going, man? Uh, it's going well. Um, I am looking forward to this Sunday.
1: How about you? This Sunday, dude. Well, you're a big deal now because you, you host a podcast, so... Yeah. You got a lot of uh, fame and recognition and I think you got a, a total of two new Twitter followers. So that's a big deal. <laughs> I got about four or five. Um, yeah, I, was really ex-
2: I was really excited and that's I followed him back. So if you follow me, I'll probably follow you back.
1: Look at that. Um, he, gives a, he gives the, he uh, gives the, I don't want to say pity follow, but he gives the reciprocation. We're friends now, right? You oh listen oh, we're friends.
2: So um, I wish I was, I
1: was as good as you. I, I forget to do that sometimes.
2: Well, half of my followers are are bots or fake anyway so you know they don't post much but uh that's true get
1: get followed by a lot of cam girls a lot of cam girls will uh follow you and you're like what the hell is this (laughs) a lot a lot and it's it's, hey they're out there man gotta make that money hustle that's that's it (laughs) you guys we have a very special guest today at least i hope we do uh we're recording this earlier in the day so barring any kind of setback or anything uh we should have lola bond on here for you that is i'm very excited to talk to Lo,
2: man no i'm super excited big fan of hers um watched her for fckc in utah and and now we have her back so should be a great interview i'm i'm super excited such such a great first interview by the way oh yeah
1: dude go big or go home Yeah, you know what i mean you gotta just you gotta come in hot so uh, short of having like the longs on and talking about the ownership or, or Brittany Matthew, Brittany Mahomes, you know, it would be, uh, this is this is the biggest thing. So I'm, I'm pumped, uh, a little nervous because Jimmy's not here to steer the ship, who's on, uh, you know, the sporting side with me, but I think we'll get through it, man, and it'll be a blast. But, uh, as you said, we have a week ahead of us. We got, we got the, uh, Casey Currents first ever. Playoff match uh, against the Houston Dash on October 16th, 4 p.m., Paramount+. And, of course, that means the official watch party over at Bar-K.
2: You ever been to Bar-K? You ever been there? I have not, actually. During the groundbreaking ceremony was the first time I've ever been up in that area. So So you saw it, right? Well, I saw it. it. Yeah, Yeah, we went right past it, but I've never actually been in, but I've heard a lot of great things, so I'm really looking forward to it. I I have not either. I have dogs that
1: are not. Uh, I don't want to say they're not friendly, but they're a little they're a little reactive. So I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get kicked out of a friendly dog bar. <laughs> Can you imagine? Sorry, we're gonna have to ask you to leave. I I know your dogs are cute, but they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, uh, hopefully, there's some random people up there that will let me pet their dogs. You know, yeah, that's that's, that's a lot I plan on. When we lived in Chicago, I swear to God, every time we walked past someone on the street, it was like, "Hi, can my wife pet your dog?" Like,
2: <laughs> just nonstop. Like, "Hey, she'd like to pet your dog, please." <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm that way. Vanessa's that way, so yeah. we're going to be doing a lot of random dog petting it, if until let you get
1: until you get the occasional one that's like, "Ooh, no, don't don't pet that one. He'll he'll he he yeah. bite. <laughs> and
2: An ocular so, pat down of of,
1: of that's of right, dogs. That's right. My guy Bingo will will take a little chomp out of you if you're not careful. Um, but we're going to go up there. We're going to go up to the watch party on Sunday. Um, you know, I think chiefs will be on as well. So Casey, but Casey current, man, that's where it's at. It is, it is do or die time. It's time to win or go home. And I hope I I'm excited to really talk to low about this, uh, this first playoff run ever in the history of this club. And just her career as a whole. And, uh, you know, why, what makes her the celebration queen of Kansas city?
2: You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that day when she did the hamstring injury into a twerk <laughs> that was on ESPN, that was bleacher yeah. report everywhere Um, for, and it gave a lot of exposure to the Kansas city current and women's soccer that people otherwise would not have watched. Right. So I'm sure it was really cool for her to see herself like on every single um sports media page. Well, I imagine it was not planned that way by her. If it was, I
1: mean, can you imagine if she's like I'm going to do this and it's going viral bitches, like <laughs> you know. But I I hope we can uh, you know, talk celebrations with her, uh talk taking penalty kicks, maybe she has some, you know, some PK strategy going on. Yeah. Um but it's 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 good, man. I I'm excited for the city. Uh, I'm excited for uh the team. But how are you
2: feeling about it? Because I'm a little I'm a little I'm a little shady on it. I'm a little shifty. You know, as it gets closer, I become more nervous. Yeah. I don't know if I'm overthinking the matchup or if, you know, the reality is, you know, coming into focus. I, I don't feel as confident as I did, just because Houston has also been in good form and have played well. So, and without Desiree Scott, obviously it's going to be it's going to be tough. I want to see how the team responds on the field without her. Um, but you know what? When Desiree played a lot of games with the Canadian national team and the NWSL was going on, they have experience playing without her. So I'm really curious just to see how they they manage that that game without one of the without their captain. She she's kind of the she's kind of the anchor in that midfield
1: man. She really uh, helps out a lot. So it's going to feel gonna feel weird and i I don't I don't know I had half a mind to uh go to this game to just drive down to Houston the ten hours or whatever it is and uh that tickets are like eight bucks, <laughs> so I was like, what the hell just pay for gas, maybe get a group of people in this in the uh c r v and and road trip it down you know
2: but uh alas wife said no <laughs> So we can blame we can blame Marissa, right? Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to
1: be I'm trying to be more spontaneous for you, babe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> can't win, man. You just
1: can't win. But I, I tell you, the uh man, we, we did talk about the playoff game a little bit last week. And I I don't know. I, I I'm nervous. Maybe they've had a hell of a week of training and they're gonna shock us all. I don't I don't want to count us out because anything can happen on any given day. Uh, it's the Houston Dash, so you can rest assured uh, the stadium will be so quiet. You can hear uh, coaches yelling. <laughs> it's going to be like COVID. <laughs> that is that is not the case in Kansas City, man. You can't hear the players yelling on the field. You can't hear uh, little shout-outs and yelling from the coaches. You go to Houston, and it's like just echoes.
2: Just you the, can the hear coaches. them talk on TV, the players. You can yeah. hear them talk on TV.
1: Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll be like leave 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 and you know just different different shouts out that you would do out on the field and it's like why can I hear that I mean that's it's cool
2: that you hear those things but also sad at the same time that you're able to hear those things <laughs> and the reported attendance is like what four or five thousand but when you eyeball it it does right. not look like it hey Houston Dynamo could be so lucky to get
1: that many you know <laughs> we don't we don't talk a lot about. It the men's side over here, but that, uh, we do, we do not like Houston as a, as a whole, as a soccer city, as, as a sports town, just, uh, yeah, just screw them. Yeah. Uh, anyways, man, we, we got the that game, like we said, on paramount plus, uh, you know, that we had a 13 game unbeaten streak, which was the second longest in NWSL history. Um, you know, that means they won or tied every game from the end of May to middle of September. And that's huge. Like, you look at that, and it's like, have we taken a minute to see how many of those were actually draws or and how many were actually wins? Were there more draws than wins in that
2: stretch? I think there were more wins. Um, the only draw I can remember off the top of my head was Chicago. And I believe okay. that's where CC Kaiser hit, like, a laser outside the box to, to tie it up in, in the second half. Um, okay
1: well let's count it up one two three four five six okay i'm feeling that seven eight yep eight of them so eight of the 13 were wins that's pretty good uh i'd be interested to know how many of those wins were because of pks now i don't got the time to go run those stats over here i'm not going to do that live in living (laughs) color here but uh yeah leave it to chicago to to thump us for nothing to break
2: that thing so pretty upsetting but that's a weight off their shoulders, right? Like when you attend live, every time they, they win or have a draw, the streak is, is on the big screen. Yeah. People talk about it. That's a lot of stress, a lot of pressure um, by losing that, obviously you don't want to lose, but by losing that, you know, that, that pressure's off. Right. Oh, and yeah. now we can just play a little more freely without the, you know, the anxiety of, of messing up that streak. Um, so I, I, I'm hoping this Sunday they They play free, Um, you know. A lot of times, uh, under a first playoff game or a stressful situation, you just tend to not want to make a mistake. They they're not playing to win; they're playing not to lose. I hope they come out playing to win. Oh yeah, good point. And just play the way they can play. If they play the way they can play, I think it it could be a good night. Playing
1: to win instead of playing not to lose. It's it's. Dude, because we've seen them do both ways. We've seen the games where they just attack and just drive it down their throat. And we've seen the games where they just kind of maybe they're a little, you know, a little scared, not really feeling it right now. They kind of back off a little bit. And those aren't as fun of games. Um, You know, last year they only won three games. And that's bizarre to think about. Just a, a devastating, craptacular season. And this year they come in and win 10. More than three times of last year's amount. So, nothing but up, man. I'm just I'm kind of worried that we backed into the playoffs a little bit. Not not really backed in, but you know, got that fifth spot uh, when it could have been could have been first. It could have been you know, any time, really. Yeah. yeah. So I just you know have to see what happens, man. It's only six playoff teams. It's not it's not Major League Soccer where there's fourteen. You know, right? Uh, it's just it's gonna. I don't know then just have to see what happens so uh what else you want to talk to you before we bring low on what do you what else what's the this is um, all that's going on man this is it
2: yeah it, we attended the groundbreaking ceremony for yes the new stadium. I forgot all about it that's yeah. why you're here <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> what what was your thoughts on that and, and kind of what does that mean for you because I, I got a little bit of time to reflect on it but I want to ask mm. you what does that what does that mean for you and, and, and how did you feel during the speeches or the ceremony in general. Well, I think I told you when I was there, I was like, I've
1: never been to one of these things, and probably won't have the opportunity to go to another one. Like, I mean, right. when would you? We have an established football stadium, we have a men's soccer stadium, women's. Uh, I just, I don't know, unless there, unless the Royals end up doing their downtown stadium or something like that. But I, my, my initial impression was I heard from five different people the exact same thing. <laughs> As I spoke, I was like, what, we're just saying the same thing. So excited. Women's soccer stadium, you know, uh, <laughs> until till the freaking governor of Missouri came on. he <laughs> was like, how are we doing? And everyone was like,
2: <laughs> and Mayor Lucas comes out and everyone's like, yeah, <laughs> the contrast was it was bad. It, it was it was it was bad what are you gonna do you have to have the governor there you have to have him uh (laughs) i mean he probably made a a strong effort to get that stadium built as well i mean they all have you know play their part to a degree to a degree i want to specify to a degree but without his credit over here (laughs) without his support without any of their support i don't know if it would happen as quickly but to make it clear i'm i'm not a fan of the governor. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to live in Missouri
1: to know that the governor of Missouri is a bit of a clown's ass. You just, you just don't. Uh, I know people who live in Missouri and they're just like this fucking guy. Like I can't just
2: can't with him. Yeah.
1: But dude, it felt like it felt like a state fair at first. There were food trucks, uh, that they were selling merch. They were giving away like glow sticks and keychains and I got in trouble for not buying getting my wife a keychain. How how dare how dare your girlfriend get a keychain and not get two? <laughs> they had but, players walk around. By yeah, the way, players just were walking around, around. Just tell hanging out. Tell me another sport that does that. Tell me another sport you go to and like someone like Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey is just walking among the the peasants of the fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we put them on a pedestal, man. And yeah. A D French started her own like autograph line. It's yeah. almost like she she was, like, directing traffic. She's like, single file, right here. You're going to come up, take a picture. I'm going to sign next. I was like, damn, yeah. she is a goalkeeper. Yeah,
2: you yeah. have Sam Mewis, Lynn Williams are walking around a crowd. Like, yeah. national team players, you know, you had Lola Bonta, who, who's going to be on a little later. She was walking around. Uh, it It's incredible. It was incredible. It was really, we went from a period to where, you know, Player appearances and meet and greets were limited because of COVID, right? And then, uh, you know, a year later, the players are out mingling with the fans, taking pictures, autographs, talking to you. Uh, Izzy Rodriguez was behind us in a food truck line. Was she? You know, yeah. Um, she was just like literally right behind us. Uh, she was a few people behind us, but her and looked like you know, a friend of hers. But yeah, she look at that stars. They're just yeah. like us. They eat Greek. <laughs> they eat Greek food just like
1: us. I don't know if she got a falafel or what, but you know. Um, well, you know, you park. got you got to keep that soccer figure. You can't go in Ew. on some freaking greasy meat. You got to get greasy fried beans. <laughs> I don't even know
2: what falafel is made of. Isn't that uh, like mushed up I think, beans and flour and cornmeal? I think peas, some chickpeas or something, maybe. I well, could be making that up. I don't, somebody correct me, please. I, I could be wrong. I didn't need it. I'll tell you that. But, uh, you know, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> But what separated it, the speakers did say a lot, but what separated it to me was the tone, right? Mm. Like Chris Long, I guarantee you, he prepped that speech, said it in the mirror, you know, said it in front of, you know, Angie and his kids or whomever. But when he gave it, his tone was about as genuine as it could get. And Angie's tone, like she paused, looked like she was getting emotional. Was she crying? It, It looked like she was getting ready to, but she was able to retain her composure. Yeah, but it was her tone that it was, it was not. Hey, we just bought the team. We got money. We're trying to move the sport (laughs) forward. You know, it it was Uh, we're the bank. We are what financiers. It was like we are doing this for the right reasons, and we're going to continue doing it for the right reasons. And Chris said something to the effect of, "You know, there's going to be some point when I'm not here anymore, but this stadium will be, and the legacy of pushing women's sports will be." You know, so he, right? why is he got to yeah. sound so morbid? You die, Chris. But, this? <laughs> but you know, it was just really cool to see, like, it's something greater than themselves. Right. Sure. And, and that's what this movement is. This is what they brought the team to Kansas City for. And this yeah. is what they're investing for. I kind of um, saw that as I that could have been taken two ways.
1: Like, hey, we might sell the team someday. You know, I won't, <laughs> I won't always be here. But I think he meant it as, yes, you know, we will get old and pass on someday and hopefully pass it on to someone that wants to keep the team here, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it, it was, uh, Angie got me a little emotional. I was like, God damn, Angie, what are you doing? Uh, Mrs. Long, I'm about to cry over here. <laughs> but I, you could tell, you can tell the passion. Uh, I could also tell that your girlfriend wanted a picture with the shovels. The groundbreaking stuff, but she dec- like she was nervous to say so. Did she want a picture and didn't get a picture?
2: Well, I think we both kind of did, but why did you get a picture? It got dark so quickly. because guy, okay, you, you know, like after the speeches, we went to the food truck, we walked around for a few minutes, and before we knew it, um glow sticks are out there. You know, there's okay. some teal colored glow sticks. Um, and it was dark at that point, so we just kind of we gave up on the picture, but you know, it, it, it was a cool photo op for sure for the right. fans. Missed
1: opportunity um, though. Those sticks should be called low sticks. Low stick. And uh, you Ooh, know, put LeBonta's like face on them or something. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Hire me marketing team. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I'm driving home and I'm like, did Chris and Vanessa want a picture? And they felt like they couldn't because of us. Like, did we
2: did we influence them to not get a picture? <laughs> so, well, so speak up, damn it. But there's a line. There's a line for it. So as soon line. as the speech is ended, there's a line. So we're like, oh we'll we'll come back. It yeah. got dark and we just never went back, but but that's okay. We were there. It was a great time. It was super cool. Like like you said, there's food trucks. It was like a state fair. There's stuff for kids to do. Vendors yeah. are out there.
1: I I've, I've been was getting, getting real into uh you know kind of living in the moment a little bit and, and just because you don't take a picture or a million pictures somewhere doesn't mean you didn't have a blast doesn't mean it didn't happen it's up you know, here you, you nobody can whole, take it away from me except for old age yeah that that can do it <laughs> and then your brain turns to soup but i'll tell you what you get uh you know everyone's like pics or it didn't happen it's like nah man it happened and it was cool and i remember and i'll It'll be cool to go up there occasionally and like see the progress of the stadium. I'm sure they'll provide us with ample pics and videos and all that stuff um, to really make the first game there uh, a hell of a time. Yeah. So I'm excited. Well, man, uh, gosh, should we welcome uh, Mrs. Uh, do you say Mrs. Labanta? I mean, she's she's married now and she didn't change her name. So uh, you would say Mrs. Labanta. I think so. I don't know, not even gonna get to, into it. And I'm certainly not gonna try to pronounce her first name because uh that'll just become offensive. I... <laughs> we'll just have to stick it, with Low. It, yeah, it's I like that... Loeow and stuff, and it's, you know, yeah Mahalo. I don't know, it's a whole thing. But uh should we kick it over? Should we bring her in? Absolutely. All right, bro. Everyone stand by. Lola Bonta's coming on. All right, folks. As promised, we have Casey Current Great. Lola Bonta, Lo. Thank you so much for joining us. How how are you doing?
3: Oh, I mean, I'm pumped, man. Again, this is my first time being in the playoffs professionally, so I'm ready to go.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt. We're uh, we're excited too. I know the whole city's excited. Uh, you know, the club is in a very very infant stage, and this feels just very exciting. So, um, well, let's just let's just get going here. Um, you've spent you spent a lot of time playing in Kansas city with FC Kansas city and Casey current. And even uh, with the Utah Royals, when uh, they left Kansas city, what's, uh, what's special about this place? What's, what's special about Kansas city to you?
3: What's special about Kansas city. And the, the one thing that brought me back uh, was my husband. <laughs> um, you know, I think Kansas city though, what's special is their love for their sports. You know, I'm, from California so you know I'm a beach girl I love the mountains and then I came here and what I love are the people and their love for the sports team so immediately as Kansas City Current came back here we felt the love of the city and it continues to grow and at the groundbreaking for the stadium we had hella people out there as well so I'm beyond stoked to be back here.
1: Yeah yeah absolutely we're uh We're, I mean, we're happy to have you here. You bring that energy on the field. That is just, it's kind of infectious as a fan to, uh, Chris and I are also season ticket holders. We sit together at the games and when you guys are having fun, we're having fun. You know what I mean? It's just the best time. So, um, Chris,
2: go ahead, buddy. Oh, speaking of the groundbreaking ceremony, how was your experience there? I know Dan and I, our partners went, we really enjoyed ourselves. And were you as inspired as we were with Chris and Angie Long? giving those speeches?
3: I mean, I know the public only gets to see Chris and Angie so many times, but we get to see them all the time and we get those speeches all the time. And I just saw them the other day and I was like, all right, what's, now that we broke ground, what's the next project? Because they're always trying to develop something and do something for women's sports and specifically women's soccer. So, you know, kudos to them. They're very inspiring. I love what they do for us and continue to grow everything for us and just grow Kansas city as well. So uh, the groundbreaking was crazy. It was packed and we were, we were given little time slots for autographs and photographs and we would move to the next station or I know Sam Lynn and I, we had to go speak on stage and there were random lines forming around us as well. So we, we feel the support. We love it. It it wasn't very organized, but that's okay. That's the chaos that we're creating out here, you know? So I loved it. And again, I love this. I love the support from the city and it's continuing to grow. And I love it.
1: Yeah. The lines just formed immediately. And <laughs> Everywhere. I, don't know, I don't know if you saw uh, AD French. She was like <laughs> she was directing her line like a goalkeeper does. She's oh like single gosh. file. I'll sign an item
2: next. <laughs> She's like on a rock
3: to yes. directing people. She, the great thing about AD is you always know how she wants something and she will tell you. And that's, I was like, AD now do my line, like help me figure (laughs) this out because this is crazy.
1: (laughs) It was a blast for sure. And then Angie Long might've started crying, but I might've started crying. It's whatever. Uh, Look, obviously soccer is life for you. It's, it's your job. Uh, All players and all crazy soccer fans know that, right? But uh, what's Lola Bonta, you know, doing when she's not, uh, you know, when you're not on the pitch? What are your hobbies, interests, activities? What's going on?
3: I stay busy. It's so funny. My teammates always ask me, what are you doing today? And I'm like, well, how much time you got? Because I have a set schedule. But it goes anywhere. I mean, I try and have fun. But we also, you know, we have to have our little side hustles. Because women's soccer, we don't make too much. So, doing stuff like that. But then in terms of hobbies, we've uh, picked up pickleball. Absolutely love it. It's, at, it's actually very good for recovery after a game. Just gets the body going a little, but isn't too strenuous. So I absolutely love that. And then, I mean, I just got to a Chiefs game the other day. The other day. I've been to a couple Royals games now. So any social event I like to be at, for sure. And then any appearance we have with a team, I just love being busy.
2: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So the new stadium is a huge deal, big for everybody, big for the world. During the speech Chris was talking about, they're going to continue to just do everything they can, you know, to push women's sports forward, kicking and screaming. And, and you know, um, but what does it mean to you and all the other women to have your own training facility, to have your own stadium, um, to walk into a stadium and have everything built around the Kansas City current not have to share anything what does that mean to you and and other Kansas City current players
3: yeah I mean our as soon as our training facility was built I mean that's when our unbeaten streak I think actually started when we finally got into there so that's just a level of professionalism that is expected at every club and we didn't it's not the standard we or the bar like you know this is what every club has to try and do now because these are what athletes deserve you can only get so much out of an athlete if you don't feed them well if you don't help them recover well if you don't treat them well so I think as soon as that was built we obviously were very grateful we we're like let's go and then you know our return back to them was our beaten streak and that's that's honestly our new standard now is that level of play. So we need to keep it going and play for something bigger. And we absolutely love that place. I think a few of us, like usually the veterans are the one, the ones that are there the longest, you know, we get there earlier to warm up. We stay after to recover. We are there forever, but I mean, it's a beautiful place. I think our, our new home that we're building has the same aesthetic. So I love it so much, um, and I just feel like a true professional when I go there.
1: You know, you, you mentioned that's the the standard. What else is the standard? And you, you've been spoiling us here. Where are these goal celebration ideas coming from? <laughs> and and are you take? Do you have a suggestion box for uh, your next celebration?
3: A hundred percent. I think as soon as my first one just went viral. I couldn't top it because I used the element of surprise with that one. Nobody knew. Of course I used the TV game, but I can't take credit for that one. I got that from a player in the Argentinian uh, league. He had done it and someone sent it to me and they're like, you would never. And I said, bet like, don't you worry. I will if I score. So I pulled it out there and then I've had to come up and be creative with all the other ones. But I love it only because now our players are starting to celebrate as well. So Claire Lavage again was, I was like, what's your celebration going to be? And she goes, no, 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 I don't celebrate. So I was telling her like, Hey, let's just do a little pose or something like, and she, she goes, no, like she scored and we were just waiting for her to do nothing. And then she was calling us over to the corner to row a boat. And I was like, how you, do you even know what this means out here? Where do you even row a boat out here? So I absolutely loved it. We have a new standard on our team now to celebrate victories and goals. And I love that. And it's just showing that you can truly enjoy the sport. Even if we're pros, even if we're adults, you can find the joy in it.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) The boat thing. We're like, I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I don't care. I love it.
3: (laughs) I know we do that. We actually, at the end of the game, uh, when the cameras are off and everything, we go over to the fans. Um, at the end. And we just do like, while they're drumming, we just do a little row dance, but it's literally only ever Desi me and sometimes AD. So when Claire hopped in there too, I was like, I love this. Let's go. Everybody's (laughs) buying in.
2: That's great. So speaking of your, you know, the second longest streak in, in the NWSL looking back, what were some of the keys to that streak?
3: Yeah, I mean, speaking of Claire and CeCe, for sure bringing them over helped us in our attack. Um, I think it's just another thing. We finally got to the point where we're over the challenge cup, you know, setback of having to play all those games, having to transition right into season. And we were still developing our coaches, you know, style of play with Matt Potter coming in. He wanted us to play differently. And we started very elementary with him and what he wanted to to do it was first the mentality and then we'll build in structure and all that from there and our principles so I think by the time we all got on the same page with that it was easy easy playing and then obviously you have some games where you're not at your best because you have three games in five days or whatever ridiculousness we do sometimes but you know we figured it out and I just hope we continue with that momentum going forward into the playoffs
1: absolutely it was uh god it was quite a streak of consistency a lot of fun to watch and to see you guys climb all the way to first and uh stay in that playoff position for a bit um if if you're catching the trend here chris asks serious questions i asked uh, fun <laughs> <Yes>. ones <laughs> if uh i got to i got to tell you i personally missed seeing your uh your pool boy series with uh, your husband—you <laughs> know, yeah. I, the the audacity. Low, can we get a comeback yeah. or what?
3: <laughs> I know, but it's so funny. So many people have actually said that to me this summer. They're like, "Where's the pool boy series and all that?" Or where are the posts on him? And truly, Roger and I have been so busy this off season that we haven't had time. I think we've been to the pool maybe once or twice. And at that point, like I'm locked in on a book. I'm not even, he's sitting next to me, but we're, we're just off media and everything. So he got a freebie in our first year marriage, but don't you worry. There's plenty, plenty to come. It's usually the off season that things might take a turn. So don't worry. He's, he's still there. We're just, we're just trying to make some more money on the side right now.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, uh, it's well known that people have said that, you know, your, you've, your play kind of is similar to his. And I believe you said your coach initially wanted you to play with that fierceness that he plays mm-hmm. with. Um, but I think he's got to play with the fierceness you play with because you're in the playoffs. I'm just, <laughs> sorry. Too soon for sporting. I know. I'm sorry, but I got to have some fun.
3: <laughs> yeah. This, you could say that for this year, but he specifically is one of the most decorated soccer resumes out there so whenever people ask us who's better I always say him when they ask him he always says me only because I'm in my younger phase right now so I have maybe a little bit more energy but no, it's it's fun competition but I will always say to everybody else and not him that he's a better player
2: (laughs) speaking of extra income have you gotten any TV or commercial roles after that stadium commercial? Right. <laughs> for the current, because whenever I see that, my partner, like, we're super excited, but man, Low can act.
3: <laughs> like,
2: do you have an agent? You know, like
3: <laughs> no, I know, right? I'm speaking to CBS about post-career or post you know, soccer careers, but no, I I that was a lot for me. I don't know if I could ever do that again. It was like the longest two days of my life. We had to do hair and makeup. I was like, I didn't even do hair and makeup for my wedding photos. So (laughs) it's, it was, it was a lot, but I think just because it was for a very good cause, you know, they did so well with that. My acting coach, I would say that they were directing me how to do everything. So I should probably send them a little percentage of my pay from that, but I know that was a great commercial. They got such good feedback and all that. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm down to do another one, but we're going to like, again, you're going to have to build another thing for me to try and sell.
1: It was, it was awesome to see for sure. Kind of jumping in and looking towards Sunday. Um, We've already mentioned we're very excited. Uh, Chris and I will be at the watch party at bar K petting all the puppies and uh you know, this is the first playoff run for the club and only its second year of existence. Um, what's what's the excitement like in the locker room with the squad and and at, what are the main focuses to to get in the dub in Houston on Sunday?
3: Yeah, I know. I mean, we are amped. We're missing a few of our players right now. They, I think they actually get back today just because they are all in their international play. Um, but I mean, we're amped and especially against Houston for us, I think Houston has always been our rival they tend to be the one that we play the most every single year because the challenge cup. So now that we've been there twice, they've been there twice. This will be a tiebreaker, I guess, but we want to bring absolutely everything to this. We want to continue our momentum. I mean, we're a solid squad. I think we're not even just top five. We're a top two team for sure. And we're not two, you know, that line. So I'm super stoked to go into Sunday and I know the entire locker room is and I know the city's behind us in it as well. So we're ants for sure.
2: Yeah. So the current has had a lot of success with their first, the rookies and their second year players like Alex Luera and others as a veteran of the league. What kind of things do you do to help them once they come into the team um, and help them move along and help them be successful?
3: Yeah, I think what helped us the most was when we did that full month in uh, Florida, when we were playing out there, because the entire team was together. We all were able to get on the same page. You know, we set a new standard. We talked about who we want to be as a club, what fines will be and all that. And just to be a good teammate, you know, we have the stuff that the coach tells us we have to do. And then we have our team locker room rules, you know, as well. So I think as soon as they came in, it was great for them because they had access to the entire staff and they had access to every single player. And we've just continued, you know, that standard all throughout. So I think they're already showing top notch professionalism. I mean, their skill is there. And the hardest thing is when you come to the end of the cell, it's very physical and transitional. And we have sports performance trainers to get those guys on the next level. So I love this team because anybody can pop into the starting 11 and we call them game changers. We don't call them subs because everybody is valuable on this team and we need everybody. So I think they, all the young bucks were great additions to this team and are going to help us for sure be successful in playoffs.
1: Game changers. I love that. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, You know, I got a couple quick little hitters here. Uh, Do you have any, any match day uh, traditions? What's a, what's typical match day look like for you?
3: Typical match day is I mean I always have to get a nap. <laughs> I literally always have to take a nap because there's so much hype around game days that after my walk I'm like I need to shut off everything. I need to chill. The game is in 11 hours. Like so what I do is I definitely try and get a nap just to for everyone to leave me alone, get off the phone, you know, don't even watch anything, read anything. So I'll, I mean, if I don't take a nap, it's probably because the game's at like 1 PM and I don't have time to get a nap in, but that's, I would say that's my number one.
1: Any certain fuel you need to eat?
3: Um, not necessarily like as long as I get some protein and carbs and something that can help me run forever and not cramp. I'm not too picky, but it tends to always be repetitive on our away trips. Like they're like, this is what you need to eat. So it's very easy to fall into that routine. But yeah, when I'm here, I try and do the same. It's just either, you know, we go to breakfast at like room 39 or it's picking up pregame at true Foods. just basic stuff like that.
1: Cool. Cool. And also uh, any, uh, any, any pranks or goofiness in the locker room? Who's what is anyone uh, messing or joking around the most?
3: Um, the most I would say so I'm DJ when it comes to pregame. Sure. So I try and stay locked in on that. But I would say the goofiest has to be Kristen Hamilton because she just I mean, the girl doesn't have that much rhythm. So it's like comes <laughs> off as goofy, you know, she's oh, no, she's great. So it's like her and Desiree Scott, Desiree Scott is our best dancer on our team. So you just side by side, it's like Desi, whatever you're doing is dope. Hammy, I don't know what this is, but it's funny and we're having fun. So they definitely bring the entertainment before.
2: Love that. All right, I got... So this is my last serious question. Um, With the new CBA, which has been fantastic, players now get a week to 10 days off midseason, And this year... If I remember correctly, you guys went to Mexico. Um, How important was that to get a midweek break? And how beneficial was it both physically, mentally, and kind of refreshing to come back with with a great mindset?
3: Yeah, I mean, that was probably the best thing that could have happened to us mentally this season. It's just, it's because we start so early in the year, and then we have the Challenge Cup, which means something but doesn't mean anything and then you go right into season and you're just your body and mind are deteriorated by that point so that reset to just get away from soccer to get away from you know the facilities and meetings and all that and not have to just even think about what the season was because I think we had already started our run at that point and we were we were flying so I'm pretty sure our coach wanted us to continue but and was worried if we're leaving, what's going to happen. But I think the best thing could have happened was to get away. And it just shows you how close our team is because we chose to get away with our teammates instead of just going off on our own. And believe me, everybody got the invite. It's just people t- needed different things. Um, I bet if everybody would have come, come, the Longs probably would have like set us up somewhere. So I'm going I'm to try and push for that next year for sure. But no, it was probably the best thing that could have happened to us.
1: Absolutely. That w- that looked like a lot of fun. Um Yeah. Chris, do you, do you have any anything else to
2: add, brother? Oh, I don't have anything. I yeah, I think okay. I'm I think I'm good.
1: Fair enough. Lo, uh gosh, thank you so much. We are, you know, looking forward to watching you on Sunday and we're not done watching you this year. I mean, we're we're really excited. So, best of luck to you and uh go out there and crush it. Thank,
3: thank you, you guys. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you. Well, there you have it. That was your very first interview. You weren't nervous at all, my friend. Oh, I was absolutely
2: <laughs> nervous. Um, oh, no. I was absolutely nervous. I don't know if you oh. could hear it, but I really enjoyed myself and 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 thank you, Lo, for, you know, hanging in there, you know, like a champ and and, you know, dealing with our our serious questions from me and our yeah. fun questions from you. So, I thought about I thought about telling her you
1: were nervous just to kind of just get it out there. You know oh, what I mean? She but, knows. She I didn't want to, I didn't want to blast you. You know, I didn't want to put you on, on blast like that. Uh, it was cool, man. Just very great. She was very gracious with her time. I I'm very gracious that she joined us and, uh, it's our first guest, man. Very excited.
2: It, it could not have went better. Um, yeah. it, you know, everything we wanted to ask, we, you know, she answered. So she gave us a lot of fun tidbits. Um, about her her pregame routines, you know, yeah. having a midseason break, um, what it means to her and other athletes to have the type of support that they deserve. Um, so all in all, I'm yeah, I, I really enjoyed the interview with Low. It was fantastic. You know, Yo, glad, I yeah. she's got me ready to suit up. She's got me ready to play. I want to run through a wall after <laughs> talking to
1: her. I'm I'm just excited. Uh, subs are not called subs what are they called game changers game changers game changers bro because at the end of the day that's what a sub
2: should do change the freaking game and that's the mindset and the mentality they have every single game and you know what yeah they're gonna need it with houston because unfortunately desiree scott is you know won't be able to play with the red we're gonna need a game changer to come in there and exactly change the game i mean i think a game changer needs to be uh, uh Kristen
1: Hamilton, Desiree Scott dance off. Like that's what I really uh, want to see
2: now. So, uh, you know, uh, there you go. Well, um, if you're listening, I don't know if yeah. you are, but if you're not, uh, a celebration um, idea would be have a dance off
1: impromptu Shit.
2: between Hamilton and Desiree, <laughs> and you be the judge. Oh
1: no, that'd be so good. Oh, bless, but, yeah, bless I Hamilton's heart. That's all right. Hey, yeah. P- P- not a lot of people have rhythm. You know, it is well, what it is. I don't.
2: I'm the. You don't be the first. No, absolutely not. Uh, you got shake the ass, man. If you get me, <laughs> I don't have that much ass to shake. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's but it. Get in, and do some lunges, dude. I I need to. You put me on a dance floor. It's it's a disaster, but it's entertaining for others. Oh, absolutely. But my hey. body. Just doesn't coordinate. It's
1: not about know. looking cool, man. It's just about having a good time. And Kristen Hamilton probably has a damn good time when she's dancing. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I liked. Uh, you know, I liked hearing about. Uh, you know, just also kind of hearing that. You know, we forget that she is a Cali girl. She's Cali, yeah. dude. She's a beach bum, and she is here in Kansas with love of her life, Sporting KC's Espinosa. and and she's uh, here playing for this team. So it's, it's, I'm just happy. I'm happy she's here, man. Cause she brings, like I said, in the interview, she brings the fun and we're having fun because of it.
2: She's smiling. Her teammates are smiling. The fans are smiling. It's a good day when, when Lola Bonta smiles.
1: That was good, man. Well, I don't, you know, this episode's come to an end folks. I, uh, you know, do you have anything else to say? Any, anything else to add?
2: No, um, just come out to, uh, Bar K, hang out. Um, they they have some cool giveaways. Last time I was, there, they had a signed team shirt. I didn't win, I was sad, but they have a lot of where cool was styles. that at last time? Um, Johnny's Tavern Boulevard. No. Oh my god, it was actually when they played Houston in the Challenge Cup. You went to Boulevard, I thought, wasn't it? It was no, no, it wasn't Boulevard, it was somewhere. Of yeah, course I, I it was somewhere. What are yeah, you saying? Was, <laughs> well, I you know, I'm over here with my hand on my chin trying to think of where I was at, and I cannot remember. We, we are live, Chris. We I'm not live. editing this out. <laughs> you know, leave it in. You know, <laughs> don't run away from embarrassment, run towards it. So, hey, you, know, you know, I don't, I don't remember, know, but, but I was there.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. I think that uh oh man, this opens up the doors, and I hope that uh you know hopefully they get a victory sunday and we can shoot to maybe try to have someone else on next week man maybe chris and hamilton to tell us you know maybe she needs some dance lessons i don't know which <laughs> i could not give her but we're happy to have her on as disrespectful the shade is real yeah uh well shit man thanks so much for being here and thanks to low labonta and thank you guys for downloading today this has been fun uh you know follow us online on twitter no other pod uh follow me at Dan Coozer or at C right21. Right? Is that uh, it? I think it's Chris
2: Wright 21.
1: Is it Chris Wright 21? I think so I don't
2: know. I don't know.
1: I don't know why you and Jimmy have to have like non-real Twitter
2: handles. You know, half my followers are bots anyway. Um <laughs> you said that. <laughs> Wait, okay. Chris <laughs> Wright twenty one. I confirmed twenty
1: one. There you go. Yes. And uh you know, send us a message, know other pod of gmail.com. Don't forget the five star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. but you can also rate it, rate us on Spotify. If you listen there, yeah. it's a fun time. So, uh,
2: what else do we say? What, I feel like I'm missing something. Just uh, let us know what of... you want to see. Let us know what you want to yeah. talk about. You know, we're here to engage the whole Kansas city soccer community. Just for uh... sure.
1: Uh, Jimmy's real good about putting out a, a call for questions every week. And, uh, I'm probably not going to do that, and that's fine, but just it's not that we don't care. Yeah, fuck fuck your questions. (laughs) Just feel free to hit us up, though, if you do have any questions, and we'll make a note of those, and there you go. Um, All right, gang. Signing off. Uh, Enjoy the sultry tones of Radkey. Love you.